Hey there, and welcome to the Unlikely Artist Podcast, where I'll teach you how to gain the freedom you need to become who you want, instead of who you've been telling yourself you need to be. I'm Heather Kerr. I went from international tax to art and coaching because those are the things I've been yearning to do. Listen in to find out how you can start doing what you love to in slow, easy steps each week. Let's dive in now. Hi, Savvy Souls. It's awesome to see you again, or really to imagine seeing you again, which is a perfect segue into the topic I'm going to talk about today, which is using visualization as a tool. I've talked about this before, about how to use visualization as a tool to create the future you want, kind of as a manifestation tool or a way of thinking so that you can create your dreams. And if you want to learn more about that, go to episode 10, how to think your future into existence. And because it's such an important concept, I'm definitely going to be circling back to that again and again. Probably it's something that I use forcefully and powerfully in my own life. But today we're going to dive into how to use this powerful tool of visualization imagery to solve problems rather than create something new. And there are a number of reasons that this tool works so well to solve problems. First, our problems are often created by repeated patterns of thinking. And so when we keep responding to things in the same way and it has become a pattern, it's almost like our brain, or it actually is like our brain has been wired to respond that way. So that means by the time our brains are wired that way, that it's almost at the level of subconscious. We don't have to think consciously about how we're going to react. It's almost like an instantaneous reaction. And that makes it less susceptible to just straight up thought work because it's so deeply entrenched in us. And one of the reasons for this is once things get to the level of our subconscious, our subconscious doesn't speak in language, it speaks in pictures and images. And so if we want to communicate with the subconscious to solve deep-seated patterns, it's far better to communicate with it uh, through images and visualizing things. Secondly, when we visualize our problems in symbolic or visual form, it helps us step out of linear thinking. Linear thinking, as I've so often spoken about, is fine and dandy if we're trying to develop a step plan, but it's not fine and dandy if we're trying to be creative, if we're trying to go beyond our normal thought processes and come up with creative solutions if we're trying to step into our deeper wisdom and our inner knowledge, if we're trying to do that, far better to step out of linear thinking and use uh, imagery. Imagery really gets us off the linear path and helps us just expand our thinking and expand the solution set that's available to us. Thirdly, When we visualize solutions, it's like we're practicing because our brains can't distinguish 
between something that's imagined and something that's real. In a previous episode, I gave the example of a group, a, 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 this was a scientific experiment where they had a group of people that were learning to play the piano, play a series of chords on the piano and another group that just imagined that they were doing that, but they weren't actually moving their fingers. And both groups had the exact same development um, and growth in their brains, because in each case, their brains thought they're actually doing it, whether they're actually were using their hands or not. So it's, it's like getting actual experience, visualize, visualizing something. Another reason that visual images are so awesome and so powerful is because they make solutions easier to remember. So if we've been struggling with something a lot and uh, it's maybe we've always responded to something in, uh, in the same way. And so we decide, oh, I'd like to respond differently. Here's a more effective way to respond. But when the thing happens, it's sometimes hard to remember a whole script like, oh, when this happens, I remember that I'm going to say blah, 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 blah. Sometimes it's really hard for our brains to think like that. But if if we know every time this thing happens, we're going to imagine this image of a solution, you know, an image is like a picture is like a thousand words. So it's kind of like having a thousand words in that image right there. And then you can it's like you'll go into your knowing about how to react. So for all of those reasons, visualization and imagery is a very, very powerful tool that I'm teaching you today. So pay full attention because you'll want to start practicing with this tool. So let's go through some examples instead of just dwelling on this idea conceptually. So one thing I've personally struggled with a lot that a lot of my clients have struggled with, and I think most human beings have struggled with, is setting boundaries. Like many other women in particular, but also for sure some men, I get caught up in disregarding my own needs and feelings and wanting to respond to other people who need my help. I think we're just wired to do that, especially as women. And we get a lot of our self-worth from rescuing other people or feeling that we're good and feeling that we're helpful. And we, because of that, we think if somebody has a problem, we need to put everything else aside, put aside our own needs, put aside the needs of other people we've made promises to and respond to the person having the problem. So even if we have something else, on our plate, if something, and there's something important to us, we still respond. These kind of old patterns die hard. I had, I've done a lot of work on this, but I still had a recent experience where this habit of mine blew up in a big way. I allowed my boundaries to be violated at the expense of some very serious commitments to myself and my business and my own well being and to a friend. Um, because I felt stuck in this feeling of compulsively responding to somebody who is in need. And what my brain said is, if this person has a problem, then I must help her. 
So of course, as I do every time I've noticed myself acting in a way that's detrimental to me and to what I want to create in my life, I go to my fellow peer coaches and get the help I need. So a couple of weeks ago, I went to one of my peer coaches to work on my boundary issues. And she had a great way to use imagery to help me think about this differently. And I wanna describe this tool that she taught me to you because I think you'll find this useful too if you're the kind of person who has trouble not responding to other people who need your help, even when it's not appropriate uh, to do that because you're not meeting your own commitments to yourself or other people, or because rescuing other people isn't always the best thing for them either. So she said, imagine that I'm holding a jar of beautiful, clear blue water. It's uh, just very cool and calm and lovely. And the other person approaches me and they're holding a jar of kind of red bo boiling water. It's very turbulent. It's very confused. It might be a little angry. It's very troubled. And she said, what I've been doing before is just as soon as I see that, just rush over and dump my clear blue water into her red boiling water and try to cool it down a little bit and and fix it. And instead, what I can imagine is when I'm in that situation and I see this person coming with their kind of red boiling troubled water, I can take a step back, hold my jar of clear blue water, use it to grab myself and just ask a few questions. But be there, be compassionate, but it doesn't mean I need to rush over and empty all my water into her so that I have none left. And I find this really useful because instead of remembering a script like, oh, I could have said this, I could have said that to her, this is how I could have um, created the boundaries that would have worked for me and that would have been better for her. In the future, I think it'll be much easier for me to just, oh, no, no, I'm carrying my clear blue water in a jar and I get to step back and keep that water clear and blue and I can still see her boiling red troubled water and I can still offer words of compassion and help, but I, didn't, I don't need to rush over and dump it right in. So I thought that was a really, really powerful example to share with you about how you can use imagery to really cement a solution and new behavior in your mind. A second example is a client I coached on, she had something that felt like an insurmountable issue, something she'd come again to again and again. And she just felt despondent. She felt like there was nothing she could do. And I asked her to describe it. And she said it was like there was this large mountain she had to climb over to get to her goal, this huge, steep mountain. And she was matching her goal on the other side and just, you know, I'm going to have to climb Mount Everest to get to my goal. So I asked her to picture herself with the mountain in the middle and 
the thing she was trying to achieve on the other side and ask her, okay, imagine yourself here. What are some other ways of getting to the thing on the other side that doesn't involve climbing over the mountain? And so she was able to first uh, in the imagery, just say, well, if there was a mountain right in front of me and the thing I'm trying to get to is on the other side, I could walk along, uh, walk around the mountain instead of climbing over it. So she started to come up with things like, like that. And then when you have that visual imagery of a solution, then come back to real life and say, okay, what would be the equivalent in real life to instead of climbing over this mountain, driving around it. And it, it, it's like it got her out of that feeling of stuckness, feeling that there's only one way of solving this and it's a really difficult way and realizing there were easier, easier things to do. So visualization is, and imagery is very effective for, for solving problems that way. Another thing, another reason I find visualization very effective as a, as a problem solving tool is it's a way to step out of my anxious, worried brain and my clients find the same thing is true for them. If we visualize our problems and we get out of that languaged part of us, we can start to clear space for creative ideas. We can start to create an imagery that provides almost like a physical uh, relief. And um, it'll, it's like it's we're creating space for, for creativity to flow in. So one thing I do, and it's, it's kind of using visualization and imagery as an energetic tool that's very effective is I imagine, um, you know, I've talked before about how my brain can be quite negative. So when I get up in the morning and I want to, let's say I want to paint that morning. And when I paint, I'm always, um, it, it's a flow state. I need to be in a flow state for the painting to flow through me and be beautiful and what I want to communicate to my viewers. And if I wake up and I feel anxious, like I often do, what I do is I meditate a little bit first, and then I kind of shake out um, the troubled thoughts, the angry thoughts, or the scared thoughts, or the anxious thoughts. And I imagine in my mind crows flying out of me the crows represent the troubled thoughts and i imagine them circling around me going up into the sky and if i'm really troubled or really anxious or really angry or whatever it is i'm feeling the crows might get really thick and then i imagine them all transforming into butterflies beautiful butterflies of every color and they start circling around my head and then they land back inside me and this imagery creates the most magnificent energetic shift 
and I start to feel almost instantaneously the creativity uh, welling up in me. Whereas if I just sit down and try to write down my thoughts and come up with better thoughts, I, I don't necessarily get to that same place of spacious release, creating room for the creativity to come in. So that was just a visualization that I made up that has been very effective for me. You can try that one for yourself, or you can come up with uh, some kind of uh, appealing way to do the same thing for yourself. Another way you can use visualization and imagery to solve problems is when you're thinking, I don't know how. So you kind of have a general dream. There's something that you want to create, but your brain is bogged down into, I, I just don't know how to do it. And that's all you can think about. And so what I recommend in those cases is, and this comes from Joe Dispenza. There's a meditation on YouTube um, where he does this. He's got a lot of courses and several books that you can read about these kind of techniques. But the one I'm thinking about is, so there's something I wanna create. Like I, I use this to create this place I've built in the county where I've got eight acres and this beautiful studio I built with workshop space. And I kind of had this image in my mind of uh, this place I wanted to create, but I was really bogged down and I don't know how. So when I did his meditations, what he suggested is create a symbol, a symbol that represents what it is you want to create. So instead of having to imagine all the detail of what you're creating, you just create a symbol. So for in my case, there's this tall sculpture I wanted to build on the property. And so I decided that will be my symbol for this place I want to create. I don't know where I'm going to create it. I don't know what it's going to look like. I don't know what I'll have in it, but I know that I have this calling to create this space. So I just imagined this sculpture um, created sitting on the land, you know, 22 feet high, which is the image that I had and just imagined it kind of on, on some land, just shining like a beacon. And it really, and, and then meditating, he has in his meditations, just visualizing that symbol and imagining that it is happening. And that was the image imagery that I held in my mind that made me start believe that it was going to happen and allowed me to relax enough to start to figure out how it would happen to actually create this place. So that's another way that visualization and imagery is more powerful than other alternatives. Finally, another, another kind of related issue to that is I don't know what to do. So I use this a lot when I'm, for example, painting. Um, if it's, I'm ready to start a new series, I'm, I feel like I've finished this series and I wanna do something new. I just lie down and I close my eyes and I breathe deeply, go into a bit of a meditative state. And I just ask for images that will direct me to the answers I'm seeking. 
So I did this, uh, the series I'm creating right now of paintings, it's called Joyful Expressions. And it's quite different. It's got women in what I consider joyful poses, dancing or meditating and all that kind of thing. And I saw images of hummingbirds. And so I knew I was gonna incorporate colorful birds and hummingbirds into the paintings. And once I started following that, everything just flowed into a series of paintings that I just love right now. And I also use that technique just in the mornings, if I'm trying to figure out like, what do I want to write a post about or what do I want to write a pod, you know, what topic would I like to talk about in a podcast or, um, you know, how do I want to help a client solve a problem? I ask for images to appear and I'll get an image. And then when I sit down and try to figure out what the image means, I'll discover that there's an answer that I hadn't thought of before that makes perfect sense. So Savvy Souls, I think you can see the power of imagery and visualization as a tool to overcome road, roadblocks and hurdles and then fill in the specific steps over time. So I've given you a lot of stuff here. You could try some of it, some of it. Um, you might have to find some more information about, such as downloading the Joe Dispenza meditation. So this week, just try this simple practice. Think of a problem that you've been struggling with and notice the feeling in your body. Feel it physically. Feel the heaviness, the stickiness, the pain, the texture. And imagine yourself standing in front of it, facing it. And ask yourself, if this problem was an animal or an object or a person or a thing, what would it be? What color would it be? What shape or size would it be? How would it be moving or not moving? And imagine that your the, the answer to your problem is on the other side of this thing. What does it want you to know? How might you overcome it? How might you get around it? How might you reach your goal? Again, thinking of it as this person, object, person, or thing. How might you then use whatever comes up for you about how to get around that image to translate that into the real world? Just like in my mountain example with the client. That's one practice I think will be so useful for you if you start utilizing it. Just imagine your problem as an image. Imagine if your problem was that thing, how would you solve it? And then bring it back to the real problem and ask if there's an insight by way of analogy to how you solved it there and then use that. So savvy souls, I hope you found this useful. Try thinking in images and explore their power. If any of you have ideas that come up for you as I do my podcast episodes, and you think, gee, I wish she would speak more about 
this thing or that thing, I would love to hear from you. Always love to hear from my listeners and know what's working for you, what isn't working for you, what you'd like to hear more of. And if you found this episode useful, please do share it with somebody who you think might benefit. Okay, have an awesome week and see you next week. So if you're energized by the possibilities you're hearing about on this podcast, but you're wondering how it's possible to actually make what you've been fantasizing about doing actually happen, I'd love you to join me for a free strategy session where we'll talk about coaching together. We'll explore how you can start making what you want possible by taking small, easy steps that add up to something amazing. Just click on the link in the show notes below this episode to book your free call. I'd love to meet you live. And all my listeners, remember, it's finally your time to do what you want.